Thank you for welcoming me onto your headphones. I'm Eddie, reviewing Without Remorse, and this is the rollback. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations, you have me all to yourselves once again this Saturday. Now, we're going to be discussing uh, Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Uh, it's actually based off his second most popular character, John Clark, the first being Jack Ryan. Uh, that's portrayed by one Mr. John Krasinski, or Jim, as I know him from The Office. Also on Amazon, I'm going to assume maybe they might have a crossover in the future, but we'll get to that in a minute. So, uh, Without Remorse stars uh, Michael B. Jordan as the titular you know, John Clark. Uh, this film is a bit by the numbers, I want to say. It falls very much into the category of um, like a Mark Wahlberg movie. Uh, I made fun of Mark Wahlberg once in a written review uh, that you can actually read about on, uh, on our website. But in the review, I made a point of saying that he kind of always plays the same character, you know, uh, insert soldier, military personnel, or former retired military personnel, uh, betrayed by a, by a shadowy government agency or a corrupt government agency, hell-bent on bringing on some kind of war for profiteering, um, insert hero, insert American flag, done and done. Uh, I, I think it's its own, it should be its own subgenre at this point. And this film very much uh, falls into that category, for better or for worse. Um, Michael B. Jordan, his acting is too good for the writing of this movie. Uh, it starts off with them performing a mission. Um, stuff goes bad. They find out that, oh, we killed some Russians. You know, th this is not good. You told us that they were insurgents. You know, and it, everything escalates from there. There's a scrub team uh, that goes out. They are Russians, the scrub team. And they kill the American soldiers that were on that on U.S. soil and their families. They make it very personal. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's uh, character, John Kelly, or Clark at the very end, but uh, during the film, Kelly, uh, is the only one left alive um, afterwards. He, he gets shot, he gets injured, but he rehabs and he goes on a straight-up revenge mission, you know, a la uh, John Wick. Um, but it, it doesn't quite go as planned. Uh, that's when we get, I guess, I would say our first really great action sequence. Um, the interrogation scene where he sets, he sets a car on fire, goes, gets in the car with the guy he's interrogating, and then gets arrested. Um, great sequences, uh, some really interesting things. I've never seen an interrogation scene in a flaming car, so props to them for originality there. Uh, it was pretty badass. Um, also the, the jail scene is a bit, I, I've, I've, so a bit of a background, I worked in a prison for about a year. Um, and very, very interrogating. The Turtle team didn't do jack shit against this guy, which, what do you expect? He's built like a brick shit house, and you know he's former military, and he knows how to fight. What did you expect? Um, but from there, the conspiracy theory kind of unravels. You know, did the CIA know who he was? Did they not know who he was? Uh, he managed to get the name of uh, Reinikoff, uh, who... Everyone believes he's dead, actually, initially. Um, but turns out he's alive. And uh, Twist, for later on, but Twist, he's actually working for the CIA. They're trying to actually cause a world war, an, another world war. Um, and as, as everything continues on, you realize, wow, like there's a lot of corruption here. Now, they also include Jamie Bell, a great character. If you don't know who he is, great actor. Uh, Jamie Bell, he's known to play, I guess, the traitor? Uh, that, that's not trying to be mean, that's just being honest. And his character, uh, his name is uh, Robert Ritter, or at least we're led, led to believe his name is uh, Robert Ritter, you know, CIA and whatnot. Um, he is kind of the false bad guy. He's a red herring, uh, and I think 
possibly that's because everyone knows John Ritter as the traitor in everything that he does, mostly. Um, he's a CIA operative who's very secretive with information. He, more or less, he's just trying to do his job. But inevitably, he ends up earning the respect of uh, John Clark, or John Kelly, um, and the rest of the team. He even says, I've been trying to get Rykov forever. And uh, if we can capture him alive, you know, we need to interrogate him. We need to find out what the hell is going on. Um, so as the story progresses, we get an amazing, amazing uh, action sequence. Um, and it kind of robs us a bit. So we get to the point where uh, Michael B. Jordan, John Kelly, is able to confront the man that killed his wife. Um, and he's planning on killing him. And it, the thing is, there's still a lot of time left in the movie. And Rykov reveals that he is a member of the CIA. You know, it was a sanctioned mission because they're trying to purposefully, uh, they're trying to start a world war. They're trying to start um, a war between the Soviet Union or the Russians and uh, the U.S. He ends up uh, bombing. He ends up, you know, uh, suicide bombing, uh, blowing himself up. And then we get this amazing, this amazing action sequence between this team of American soldiers. And they realize, and they, they talk you through it, they say... You know, if, uh, oh, and these snipers are going after them, but they say, look, if they catch any one of us here, they're going to know that it was a U.S. soldier on Russian soil uh, filing a, a war, like starting a world war, uh, and they're going to have their cause. So they have to come up with a plan to try and get out and try to not start World War III. Um, but that sequence is amazing. It's what you expect. It's, I guess, as realistic as I can imagine because of all the communications. They're not just firing at will. They communicate, they talk, crossing, doing this, doing this, grab him, hey, east side, you know, this way over here. Um, to the best of my knowledge, uh, Michael B. Jordan did go through a bit of a boot camp for this film. Uh, and they did have a, uh, a liaison there to actually kind of talk them through the, the action sequences of what people in the military would or would not say. Um, just, wow. Uh, again, incredible action sequence. To me, that was the highlight of the film. And that's the problem, because up until this point, you know, we as the audience only knew Rykov is the enemy. You know, Rykov is the bad guy. Rykov murdered his his wife. And for him to just blow himself up, I think really does cause a bit of an emotional uh, disconnect. You know, it's disheartening. You want an emotional payoff. You want a climax. Unfortunately, uh, this film kind of robs us of that uh, satisfying emotional moment of Michael B. Jordan, you know, putting the guy down and saying, you're going to say my wife's name before you die. Um, so we continue on. Uh, and then we end up finding out that the Senator, one of the people that sanctioned the mission is the actual traitor. You know, he wants to start world war three, uh, in his words, because this is a getting a bit generic at this point. Uh, this country is more divided than ever. You know, when we're united, the most united, when we have a common enemy and our greatest enemy was the Soviet union, you know, uh, guns, bandages, and bullets uh, rebuilt this country after the Great Depression. You know, uh, it can rebuild this country again now. You know, all that spending. You know, who won World War II? Uh, it wasn't the generals, it wasn't the soldiers, it was the economists. You know, because of how great we did after the fact. Um, and it's getting a bit generic at this point, because I know I've heard that uh, reason more than once, as far as like, well... You know, World War is a good thing for money. You know, fucking, that was the, I'm not saying it was a good premise, but that was the premise for uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Like, come on, I've heard this one. And granted, it doesn't necessarily have to be new, 
The problem is when the film suffers overall uh, to serve as a prequel to a longer story. Because after uh, John Kelly kills him, you know, drowns him, uh, he ends up getting a new identity via the CIA and a new life, you know, a new lease on life. He's renamed uh, John Clark and he begins a new life. Uh, then we get a odd, uh, not after credit scene, kind of, a, I guess, a mid credit scene of him talking to Ritter, uh, Jamie Bell's character, uh, and they have a discussion. Uh, and at that point, uh, he kind of says uh, he has an idea for a team, you know, of operatives from the U.S., the U.K., and select operatives from NATO. And all intelligent agencies work through them to create what they would inevitably call Rainbow Six, which, if you know Tom Clancy, you know either the books or the video games Rainbow Six. Even I know that. Uh, I suck at Rainbow Six Siege, but even I know the game. Um, and so this movie, it feels, it suffers from the same thing that Mortal Kombat suffers from, which is prequel-itis. You know, they, they're using this film to set up the next series of films. Um, and I understand that to some degree, but also you need to have an emotional payoff, uh, to this film. I feel like they could have worked around it, reworked it to where Rykov was the emotional, uh, was the emotional climax. And then it's revealed. He's the one that reveals, you know, the CIA sanctioned this. They did this. They did this or whatever. And everything was recorded. And so they're able to hold that senator accountable. Or at the very least, you know, okay, now we know who we have to go against. Now we know the bad guy. Um, it's just Michael B. Jordan's acting is so good. But this movie doesn't deserve it, if that makes sense. The, the story doesn't warrant uh, the degree he's willing to go to for this part. Um... And I can only hope that Rainbow Six, it, you know, when they do it, is good. Uh, hopefully, maybe they'll do a crossover with uh, with Jack Ryan, with his other character, Jack Ryan. Um, hopefully, um, John Krasinski and Michael B. Jordan would be a powerhouse cast to add into any team. And it can go from there. You know, it is a big world, and he has a huge universe. He has over, what, 40 years of uh, book material to work with. Let's see where they go. Um, this movie is not the best thing. It's not the best thing on Amazon Prime right now. That would be uh, that would be invincible if you haven't seen it. Um, it is worth a watch, and I do know the audience for this film. Action junkies uh, that really enjoy, I guess, like military films like this. And it's not a bad movie by any stretch, but it's uh, it, it could have been better. And I think that may be the most frustrating thing. The execution could have been better. Um, overall, I'd rate this film probably a C. Would I ever watch it again? Yeah, probably, you know, if it's on TV and it's good background noise, but that's about it. The story was convincingly complex enough up until the last hour when it got pretty straightforward. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts? Uh, if you have anything to say about the movie, please, if you're watching this on YouTube, comment below. Uh, if you're listening to us via podcast, please like and subscribe. Greatly appreciate it. We're trying to grow the channel, and uh, I know I hark this every single episode but please you know tell your family tell your friends about us that's how i discovered most of my favorite podcasts um if you want to see more of our written reviews you can go to the rollback.net i've been eddie and this was the rollback